Hey everybody, this is Steve. And uh, this is Andy. And this is Steve and Andy Meets Batman Episode 33, A Riddle a Day Keeps the Riddler Away. That is a really bad title. You, you mentioned that earlier. And... That is a terrible It's it not even true. I know, I want to think it, yeah, I know. Because if you get, he gives a riddle every day, and he's there. <laughs> so I, he's not away. It's kind of, it's explained a little bit in this episode what that means, but it's a really poor explanation. It's, it, yeah. it's not very good. So anyway, how have you been, Andy? Um, um, I've, been, I've been doing pretty, uh, pretty well. Anyway, how about you, Steve? Oh, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess you don't know. I, I've been busy, but um, <laughs> listening to Film Jive. Okay, well, that's always Jive. Check them out on iTunes. They have a the review of um, Midnight in Paris, one of my favorite movies of the summer. So, Did they enjoy it? I think they both enjoyed it, yeah. Good. I, I thought it was great. I'm a big Woody Allen fan, though. So. I don't think we have any French listeners. Maybe we do. But, well, you know, I, I, I took four, uh, four classes of French at Ohio State, and uh, but I wouldn't say I'm a French speaker, but there's my little French uh, French connection. So there oh, you my go. God. French connection. I like that movie, too. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so, yeah, we were saying last episode we have a lot of uh, international listeners, but no, no, um, no French listeners. No. So... I'm looking at some British uh, sayings. I said I'm going to maybe, you know, try to work some of these in. Um, since we have a lot of British listeners, I wanted to feel comfortable while listening to the show. So one's called Chivy Along. It means hurry up. So we can use that. <clears throat> some of these I've heard. These aren't necessarily British. Um <laughs> You could say on your bike. That's a polite way of saying f off. If you ever want on your on your bike. Uh yeah. Uh huh. on, on your bike. Not my cup on of tea. On your bike, buddy. <laughs> I like that. Uh, you could say uh, put a sock in it. That's I've heard that. That's not a that. British yeah. one. Uh, spend a penny means you gotta go to the bathroom. Sus, spend, like spend, like I'm spending money. Spend a penny, or spin a penny. Spend, spend. Okay, like I'm spending something. Yeah, you could uh, throw a wobbly means have a tantrum. Whinge, <laughs> whinge means to complain. Oh man, that guy's a real whinger. <laughs> I like that. Uh, I could say Robin is a little bit of a whinger in this episode. You could say that in a lot of episodes. <laughs> and Harriet is a huge wins Windsor. He's just a straight up. Winger, sorry, yeah. Um, let's see. A duffer is an old person. So that would be Gordon. He's a real <laughs> duffer. All right, that, I, I'm just you know. Isn't, isn't this isn't this just the Drew's uh, uh, glossary from the back of the Clockwork Orange book? <laughs> Could be. It's a real horror show. Oh my god. I'm British. I'm assuming that all British people say these every single day. Yeah. Um, because I found this on the internet. So. Exactly. <laughs> So, yeah, I guess I've been busy. It's either that or it's uh, in that one article. I don't remember what magazine it was for. It was when the Beatles first came to the U.S. And the journalist was asking uh, the Beatles what are different, uh, like, slang terms in England, and they were just making stuff up. I think that the Beatles <laughs> did something like that. Either they're making that up. Um, you know, the last episode I mentioned uh, the Godfather's Pizza. Yeah. Up here in Minnesota. 
<clears throat> there's another pizza place around here, and uh, uh, it's called the Pizza Ranch. Have you ever heard of the Pizza Ranch? No, I haven't. It's an all-you-can-eat buffet of pizza and fried chicken. Oh my god! <clears throat> yeah, there's it's all kinds of different pizzas, and then there's like fried chicken and mashed potatoes and corn and things like that. What a bizarre combination! <laughs> that is pretty bizarre, but it sounds good though. How was it? Um, it was all right. You know, it wasn't anything to write home about. It was more like the bizarre combination. <laughs> and the theme, the theme of the restaurant is that you're like literally on a ranch, like a dude ranch. And so it's got like a country western theme to it. Yeah. And like the like the back of the napkins have a little story. It's like you are out, you know, rustling cattle all day. And you come back to the camp and you're mighty hungry. And you have so, some pizza. Yeah, so sit down and get the finest pizza and fried chicken in the land. You know, it's like, what? Because when I think of the Old West, I think of pizza. Pizza, yeah. Well, if you remember that one scene in, uh, in Brokeback Mountain when they were actually, you know, uh, doing their cowboying job, they sat down with a big, uh, with a big pizza pie. <laughs> that was actually the night that they, uh, that they did it for the first time, I believe. They ate pizza beforehand. There you go. <clears throat> All right, this episode, it's some people, some people, some people claim it was the pizza that did it. So. <laughs> This episode not really about pizza, but there's some cheese references, so I guess you know it's it's yeah I didn't close. yeah I didn't really get I didn't really get all that the cheeses and the the goons I didn't really yeah, get yeah. all right so are you ready to get into this episode it's Let, let's do it all right so this is a riddle a day keeps a riddler away what what episode is this of the this is season one yeah it's season one episode eleven I believe okay um. So- yeah, we're we're moving right along. Jeez. Yeah, we are. It's like that Muppet song, moving right along. <laughs> uh, do you have some info about this episode for us? Sure. Uh, February sixteenth, nineteen sixty-six was its uh, original air date. It was uh, written by Frank DeGortner and directed by Tom Grease. Frank Gorshin, of course, is the Riddler. Um, Reginald Danny, Denny. I'm sorry, Reginald Denny is a uh, King Boris. Okay. Uh, yeah. King Boris. I'm kind of kind of seeing if there's any other like kind of funny, funny people that, oh, wow, look at this, this person's this. Doesn't really look like it, but, um, but uh, Reginald Denny, the King Borgson here, went on to portray, in his final role, Commodore Schmidlap in uh, the 1966 Batman movie. So, yeah, there you go. They loved him so much, they had to have him come back. And also, if you notice this, which I did while I was watching, and I'm sure you did too, this episode is unusually dark. In, uh, <clears throat> there are a few other episodes early on that are... That are in tone, dark. in tone, yeah. But in the lighting as well. The lighting is dark. Um, and that was done on purpose because this is a more serious episode. There's less camp in it. So. I would have so I guess to say. Er, er, I guess early on they kind of uh, they did that to separate the ones that are overtly campy with yeah. the serious ones by having a more. Uh, there's more. Uh, there's heavier shadow in this one, yeah. especially in the alley scene when the Riddler does whatever and then in the Riddler's hideout. There's more shadow and. <clears throat> more film so. so so we open on gotham city international airport uh we see we see a plane landing um it's king boris it's not the beatles <laughs> they don't really say where he's from so i guess we can assume it's i don't think he's president he's a president he's king of uh londinium <laughs> Is, is it the king isn't the king's speech about king boris <laughs> i think so yeah 
This is uh, pre nine eleven, so he he can just walk right off the plane and and right yeah, off the plane. There's security. Yeah. He doesn't have any security or anything around. <laughs> there's just tons of reporters, a huge crowd. I think I spotted Chief O'Hara in the crowd, and he wasn't there for security. He just was bored and was just. Didn't like, he have like a Didn't he have like a mohawk shaved in his head? He was kind of <laughs> like a, like Travis Bickle and taxi driver. <laughs> Cab driver, you mean? Yes. <laughs> So Boris is sucking up big time to the reporters. Um, they ask how, how his flight was, and he said, it was bumpy until I entered American airspace. I didn't get that. Well, I guess it, it makes me think that Gotham, because New, uh, New York City, which is supposed to be kind of the analog of Gotham in real life, um, is, is, is on the ocean, right? It's right on the very, it's on the Atlantic yeah. Ocean. But it makes me think, like, is, is he's flying into American airspace, like, very far into it that Gotham City is maybe in the middle of the country. Maybe it's more like a Minneapolis. Even. I don't know. I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, when, when we watch the show, it obviously looks like Los Angeles because that's where they're actually shooting it. But right. I don't know. I never really thought of that. <clears throat> Did they ask him how he found America? And he said, I turned left at Greenland. <laughs> I think he did. King Boris. He's he's a he's a jokester. He is. There's an ambassador there. He he says, Boris, we've got to leave. We you know we got to get you to your hotel. He's like, hey, can I carry your briefcase? And Boris is like, oh, it's it's too important. I I I'll just keep it with me. I don't want it to get lost. I think he's smuggling drugs. Is what I think. Yeah, he is the French connection. So this is a little awkward. The ambassador says, oh, okay, but he's like holding on to Boris's arm. Like in this, like they have their arms locked together, like a couple would. It's 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 kind of weird. Boris looks uncomfortable. I think maybe he uh, thinks it's some kind of American thing. <laughs> yes, yeah. In in this in this kind of like Batman TV show universe, America is the, like the more touchy feely country. <laughs> so as uh, men, men will give each other kisses on the cheek, <laughs> and, they, and then like, oh, I haven't seen you in a week. You know, something like that. As they walk off. A young woman, she walks up to Boris and she hands him some roses and she says, you know, welcome to America. He's very flattered because Boris is easily flattered. He's He yeah. likes gifts. Um, all of a sudden, the flowers explode, of course. If if you're in Gotham, kind of the first thing you learn is never never accept flowers from a stranger because they're going to explode. Yes. <laughs> What's that? It, the, the Batman villains. The, the firework industry in Gotham <laughs> must must be big, you know? It's boom. It's like the umbrella industry. I know. And you would think that it seems like only villains use fireworks. So you would think that the police would just open up, like, a fireworks stand just to arrest people. Yeah, some kind of bait-and-switch kind of thing. Well, they're not that clever, though. That's the problem. Oh, that's true. So the, the, the roses explode, and a parachute comes down, and a sign on it says has a riddle and it says what person is like a piece of wood um so this is obviously there's an explosion in an airport so i i'm only assuming after this they then set up body scanners really crap oh, down yeah. on security we cut to commissioner gordon's office he and o'hara they're they're examining the sign gordon he's totally perplexed he asks o'hara well, what do you make of this and i i love this o'hara's kind of like he's thinking really hard he looks like he's maybe concentrating harder than he's ever concentrated. And then he has this look of comprehension and he's like, oh, it's, it's, it's the Riddler. Well, yes, it's the Riddler. Whenever something explodes and a riddle comes out, it's, it's the Riddler. Well, there was that one time, that one time when false face did that. So. 
uh, O'Hara's like, he's up, he's up to his old tricks. And Gordon stands up and he's like, oh, what would those tricks be? I think Gordon has forgotten what the Riddler's thing is, even though it's there in his name. He's just trying to. What, what do you like, mean? What are... like feel around with that looking stupid? <laughs> Gordon... Did you notice that like like O'Hara said to Gordon, the infernal prince of puzzles, as you call him. When he said that, it just made me picture like Gordon sitting in his office with like a list of rogues, trying to think of like weird nicknames for him, like the infernal prince of puzzles. That's what I'll call Riddler. Um, what should I call the jo- the clown prince of crime? Okay. Yeah, they're all princes. Well, the, yeah. the penguin cr- prince of penguins. So that's the. <laughs> Well, because Gordon likes to think that he's the, the king of all crime in Gotham because he's such a terrible uh, police officer that him just being commissioner is causing crime. So <laughs> His excellency, Egghead. That's yes. Right. <clears throat> okay, so <laughs> they, they can't figure out the riddle, uh, riddle obviously, uh, even though it's not really that hard if they thought about it. Um, so they can't figure out Gordon Stanley. Well, they, they couldn't figure out that the riddle was behind this because, you know, <laughs> There's a riddle. Who could possibly be doing this? You've got to give him credit. This guy's name. Yeah, you've got to. They they figured that out. So that's more than they do usually, I think. So it took them a while to figure it out. <laughs> Gordon, he he looks very upset. He he aggressively picks up the bat phone. I did you know? Did you notice that at all? It was like whoa. He was extra. He was extra mad this episode because he was when he was like trying to. Like, oh, Eric, can you figure this out? And then he asked like the other police officers that were in the room. He was like very angry when he was asking them. I think he feels like if he gets angry, then it's not – he's kind of making up for some incompetence that he has. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he picks up the bat phone, calls Batman. Uh, meanwhile, in Wayne Manor, we see Alfred. He's he's wiping down, maybe even lubing up the bat pole. Uh. <laughs> well, he's got to have like that – like, I mean, could you imagine trying to slide down a dry bat pole? It's going to hurt, and that's why Alfred, he, he lubes the bat poles every single day. <laughs> about it robin doesn't wear pants so can you imagine how his thighs oh, yeah. must, must, must shape on that thing pole burn it's but yeah. that job seems a little dangerous because alfred's just kind of leaning out there with no harness or anything he's in a suit with those slippery kind of dress shoes on he could fall you think he would have like some sort of like uh like like a uh, mountain climbers like yeah. gear to like hook himself in to make sure he doesn't fall in. But that's why Bruce put those like uh, like cushiony things down at the bottom of the uh, <laughs> of those poles. It's because Alfred he's fallen down there before, like twice. And Harriet <laughs> fell down once, but it and that's why she does because at one time Aunt Harriet knew they were Batman and Robin, but she fell down before the pants were down. She hit her head and she forgot all about it. That that actually explains so much. <laughs> so Alfred's looping the bat poles. Uh, the bat phone rings. He answers. Um, we see in he the uses other... like heavy duty industrial lube, and they just like slide right down, you know. Yeah, I mean, you wonder how the bat pole works, how they can change clothes, but it's it's all in the lube. So it is. It's all in the lube. So in the other room, we see Bruce and Dick. They're playing chess. Bruce checkmates Dick. Uh, Dick is very upset. He's he's like, "Why can't I ever beat you?" And Bruce says, "Well, you've beaten me before." And Dick says, well, only when your mind is on important matters or... And just then Alfred interrupts them. What was what other matters could distract Bruce there, you think? Oh, I don't know. Hmm. All I can think of is, uh, is uh, Julie Newmar in the uh, Catwoman costume, maybe. Fishing trips, maybe? I don't know. Maybe. Oh, my God. Fishing trips. <laughs> so Al- Alfred tells him about the bat phone. <laughs> Bruce and Dick... I think King Boris knows something about those fishing trips from earlier in the episode. 
Alfred tells him about the bad phone. Bruce and Dick jump up. They run. They they run off towards the... When, when you have nothing else to do all day except for play chess I with each other, then you're going to be super excited. I'm pretty excited. They almost knocked down Aunt Harriet, and Aunt Harriet's like, if I didn't know you guys, I'd think that you were up to something suspicious. And Bruce is like, oh, well, Dick won a, our chess game, and that means we get to go fishing now. She has to know something. That, is, that is very, very suspicious. And I assume, you know, when they're on the bat phone, they lock the door, right? Because they don't want to yes. hear it walking. So she's got to be like, they're always in that study, right? Because they go into the study, lock, and they don't come out. Locking doors. And the door is <laughs> locked. I always see Alfred going there with a big jar of food every week. <laughs> she's got to be like, what's going on? But I think she's like, it's some new fishing technique that she doesn't know about. And it's the industrial strength loop. That's what I don't understand. <laughs> Later in Gordon's office, Batman is ex- examining the sign with a riddle. Uh, Robin says, well, it's a pretty basic riddle. He's making the Gotham City Police Department look really just bad. He's them. When he says that, Gordon's got a look on his face. It's like, he's not happy, is all I can say. He thinks Robin is a punk kid. He would never <laughs> say it to Batman, but man, he's a man, that punk kid. He's making one us look bad, days. solving yeah. all our riddles, figuring out what the riddle is. One of these days. And O'Hare's like, the boys and me would, would love to grab him in some dark alley. <laughs> oh, they hate Robin. Um, So, obviously, it's... It's a ruler. What type of person is made of wood? It's a ruler. So, um, a very basic riddler. Not that complicated. Gordon's like, well, maybe it has to do with King Boris. Uh, obviously, King Boris. He's a ruler, and yeah. th- that's who they, they, they gave him the flowers. It's, it's yeah. It's no, like... every, all signs point to him. I don't really understand why this is so like. Oh, this is like some great sort of. Police work from Gordon to go. Know, King Boris. He's he's trying though. I have to. I feel bad for him a little bit. Robin then says, "Well, wooden ruler king. Maybe maybe he's gonna rob the chess tournament because there's a chess tournament in Gotham tonight." Robin is a huge chess fan, so there's. Some fact he's got him. a big poster of Bobby Fischer in his bedroom. <laughs> uh, Batman's like, look, the Riddler's not gonna rob some. Some chess tournament. That's chump change. That's not the Riddler's game. He was game. basically saying the Riddler's not a nerd. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Batman asks Gordon what Boris is up to uh, on his visit to Gotham, and Gordon says, oh, "Well, he's judging the Miss Galaxy contest. Of course, Gordon would be into that. He's, he's and he, Gordon he, has that on TiVo. He's going to watch yeah, that. Yeah. At first, I thought it was weird to have like like obviously someone that's the head of a country." Uh, 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 being the judge of a beauty contest, but then I remember about Muammar Gaddafi when he was the uh, judge at Miss Teen America in 1987, <laughs> so kind of makes sense at the end. And Saddam Hussein was the Miss America judge in uh, 1985, so... Yeah, and he was also the MC. He was the host in 1982. <laughs> a lot of people don't remember that. And that and that particular uh, pageant won, well, didn't win, but it had the highest ratings of in, any, uh, any, any uh, Miss America pageant, so... You're getting all kinds of facts on Steve and Andy. Yes. Um, <laughs> a lot. Of, well, a lot of people forget about when Pol Pot was uh, was a judge in 1973. So. <laughs> Wasn't Hitler a judge at some, some point? Yeah, 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 yeah. In 1939. That was before America. before the whole Nazi thing. Yeah, yeah. Got well, I mean, weird. he was still Nazi, but it's before anyone found out about. Yeah. It, uh, <laughs> it was still okay. <laughs> so Boris is in. He's in town to judge. A Miss Galaxy contest, which also I thought was weird in in this context, but 
just a few episodes ago, we had a princess come just to throw out the opening pitch at a baseball game. So, oh, and also Boris is in is in town to present the Museum of Fame with the statue of a the Queen of Freedom. There's a Museum of Fame in Gotham. So yeah, no, fame. I found that very weird. Like, well, there's the Comedy Museum. Yes, there's the Comedy Museum and all. Museum of Fame. So I mean, they love museums in Gotham. They're really. Well, it's like, you know, like, we, we, here we have, like, in the United States, we have, like, a Baseball Hall of Fame and a, and a Football Hall of Fame, and we have a Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. This is just the Museum of Fame. Everybody. How do people get inducted into this then? I mean, kids, like, you know, like, every year, like, <clears throat> say the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, we have, like, ten nominees, and then out of those ten, five people will be inducted. They have, like, <laughs> like music critics and uh, musicians vote on this, and the baseball, they have the baseball writers vote on this. You know who the votes museum? on this? Who? Bruce Wayne. Oh, my God. That that makes sense. But how do you select your nominees? Because if it's just a museum of fame, you could have like Abraham Lincoln and the You know who nominates? Bruce Wayne. I guess that's why Alfred's in it. (laughs) That's true. Everyone's like, who is Anne Harriet? (laughs) And why is she a first ballot inductee? So Batman, he realizes, you know, a queen can also be a ruler, which is kind of progressive and, and... when he said that, O'Hara looks a little surprised, like, wait, whoa, 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 a woman ruler? Hold on now. Uh, O'Hara, O'Hara. Didn't O'Hara say, like, a woman ruler? Well, forget it. Cut that out. Okay. <laughs> I forgot my joke. So Batman's talking about the, he's not talking about a real ruler. He's talking about the Miss Galaxy contest. They're going to crown a queen of the galaxy, and the prize is a priceless diamond tiara. Uh, Gordon's like, all right, let's go set a that's, trap. That's, quite, that's quite a prize because I think in Miss America you only probably get like a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, I mean, did he get a priceless crown? Yeah, it is, it's the Miss Galaxy though. To be fair, it's not. That's that's, that's true. That's true. And uh, this is funded by the Wayne Foundation, probably. Obviously, and you know what that means? Each contestant has to have a private interview with Bruce Wayne. Oh my! No, they. He's like, let's just go on a uh, fishing trip. Oh my god. And they say, don't, don't, don't worry about the old man with the camera. <laughs> That's just Alfred. Yes. And, <laughs> and they're like, Mr. Wayne, why does, why does the old man have a, uh, a giant container of industrial lube? Oh my God. Oh boy. And he said, that's for the new fishing technique. This is right like, after the episode where we had our group therapy with Eric Comer too. This is way over the top. <laughs> Well, this is all just about fishing techniques, though. Yeah, that's true. I, was, I don't know what I don't know what his problem is with the show. So, um, so of course, Gordon is like, "Let's set a trap for the Riddler. He's going to steal the tiara. Let's just end this. This will be a one episode deal. We'll we'll get the Riddler. It'll be very, you know, it'll one and done. Let's do it." Batman's like, "No, wait a minute. Let's. We should let the Riddler steal the tiara. What is Batman up to? Um, we never really quite find out why Batman's not into." trapping the riddler um i think batman just kind of likes the game it's just fun for him <laughs> honestly yeah. it's kind of yeah. so he like... likes the pun you know bruce finds a lot of pleasure in pain and that's why he always likes being captured by the villains before he finally defeats them yeah the they always put him in some sort of game. weird yeah, yeah. so it's like oh, i love i love the pain <laughs> we always wonder how all the villains get all their money to um to fund all of their elaborate schemes, but I think it. I think the Wayne Foundation is funneling money to the villains. I think, I think, yeah, I think, I think he is too. <laughs> uh, we we see 
later that night at the Miss Galaxy contest, we see Batman and Robin hiding backstage. That I think that maybe was his plan the whole time. He just hiding backstage. They're just kind of like standing that's off, true. off really... the stage. <laughs> they're they're not, they're, yeah, that's a good point. Um, we they show a huge crowd, but I thought it was kind of funny. And they're all like, in tuxedos. Yeah, it's a very formal event. I wonder what that stock footage was was from. I would like to know that. I don't think it's from the Miss Galaxy Queen of Beauty version. <laughs> so they they so there's a huge crowd and then they like play a clapping sound, but it sounds like maybe five people clapping, like the studio crew there. Uh, so they announce the winner, bring her the crown. Uh, just then the Riddler leaps out, steals a tiara. Robin's like, oh, let's go chase after him. Batman's like, don't worry, we put a tracking device on the tiara. Um. That's Batman's thing, is the tracking device. Yes. He's the using Riddler, that every episode. The Riddler not only stole the tiara, he also stole a kiss. I don't know if you noticed oh, that. Oh, yeah. He, kissed, he like, kissed her like like straight on the lips. That's maybe why Batman's like, let's not trap him. Let's see what he does. Batman's yeah. getting... The Riddler is a sexual predator. Whenever he moves to a new neighborhood, he has to go around and knock on the doors of all his neighbors and tell them that he's a sexual offender. That he, that he kissed he's like, galaxy. And... He's like, I'm, I'm the Riddler, and um, I'm a registered sex offender. <laughs> People don't like sending their kids on Halloween. I like how he introduces his name to as the Riddler. <laughs> the Riddler. Um, like you get that little card in the mail that you know has a the little mugshot of it and says "Name the Riddler." <laughs> uh, let's see. Um, so they race outside. Batman and Robin race outside to the Batmobile. Uh, just when they're about to take off, they see the Riddler pop out of a sewer pipe. He knew it was a trap all along. Uh, he spits out a new riddle. What room can no one enter? Then he throws them the fake tiara. There's another riddle hidden inside. There's lots of riddles in this episode. And one thing that's slightly annoying about doing a riddle epi- Riddler episode is that I have to make notes on exactly what the riddle says or else the story doesn't really <laughs> make sense. So I'm always pausing and like typing down, okay, what room can no one enter? <laughs> and they're like always so weird. And uh, anyway, so Batman and Robin race off. Once they get back to the Batcave, I love this. They jump out of the Batmobile. Literally, Batman opens the door and immediately they start solving the riddles. They don't waste any time. It's like they, they don't. But what I found slightly weird about that is it's they weren't talking the whole way there. They could have solved the riddle on their way back. But instead, Batman's like, no, 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 let's be quiet. and Because he wants to listen to the radio. I think. Yeah, Bruce, yeah, Bruce is one of those like strict no-talking-while-I'm-driving guys. <laughs> So they get back and immediately jump out, start solving the riddles right there by the Batmobile. Um, the riddle of what room can no one enter is obviously a mushroom. The tiara has another riddle. It's I didn't actually write the whole uh, riddle of this down because I, I, they never really use it. It's weird. It's the beginning of eternity, the end of time and space, um, something like that. Uh, Batman, he figures out the first riddle. It's referring to the Royal Mushroom Club. <laughs> And Batman's like, all right, let's let's look up their address. I love, I really loved this actually. Robin goes to the Bat computer, you know, because it's like a primitive Google. There, you can look up the <laughs> the address. And Batman's like, um, let's do this the old-fashioned way, Robin. Let's use the telephone book. And Robin's like, oh, I must be lazy. It's it's so perfect for today. I love it. That's I think that there was a whole chapter on that and um. Jim Beard's book, Gotham City, 14 Miles, and why the all about the Batman 1966 TV series and why it still matters. And there's there's a whole chapter on that. So on using the telephone book as opposed to the Batman. <laughs> it's just yeah, Jim Beard loves telephone book. 
because his kids like oh i'll look that up i i don't know if jim beard has kids or not but i'm assuming he does i'll look that up and he's like uh let's not be lazy and he makes him look it up in a phone book because that's what batman would have wanted exactly i like the, the, the real mushroom club must be one of those like millionaire clubs where the members change their clothes and eat sherbet yeah we get to see a glimpse inside the elusive millionaire clubs of gotham later in this episode <laughs> Uh, meanwhile, in the sewers, that's where the Riddler's hideout is. We see the Riddler, he's he's got a new gang, the River Rats. There wasn't a lot of thought that went into the River Rats. They're just wearing, like, they're just wearing, like, sweatsuits. Yeah, like, uh, little hoodies sort of thing. I don't, um, and it looks like they came from American Apparel. They're, like, plain colors, like, blue, green, red, just primary colors, um, and they must have cost like if they came from America, they're probably like seventy dollars. Yeah. They have the hoods up, and I guess someone's like, "All right, we need a gang for the Riddler." I don't know. Like we have these uh, extra sweatshirts around. Just give have these guys act like rats, and they'll eat cheese, and we'll call them the River Rats. Yeah, I didn't understand that. I was like the whole time, I was like, "What the hell is going on? Why are they eating cheese?" So yeah, the, they're they're eating cheese. The Riddler's getting on them. They're they're eating cheese again. That's all they eat. They they eat thousands of dollars worth of cheese. The that's why he that's why he does these crimes. Just to make sure they can eat their cheese. The cheese. I like they're at least they're really into their gimmick. They're like eating cheese. These these criminals. <laughs> um, the Riddler tells the River Rats they need to head to the. Mushroom. I don't think it was just a group of friends that really liked cheese and were like, "Let's do some crimes." But you know, you know, what, what is it about us that could be our like little like our motif? And they're all sitting around eating cheese, and we'll get goose. Hey, we're all eating cheese. Rats like cheese. <laughs> I like think that that's probably. It. That's it. Uh, the Riddler, <laughs> the Riddler tells the River Rats that we need to head to the Mushroom Club, and he says we're going to commit the finest crime in human history. So a little bit of an overstatement. It's not that great of a crime. It's really not. Later in the Mushroom Club, we see King Boris. He's sucking up to America again. He's toasting to America, talking about how much he loves it here. I, he wants to stay in the United. Yeah, it's a little annoying. I think we see. Uh, the ambassador is there. I think his name is actually Mr. Ambassador because that's what they keep calling him. Or everyone's forgot his name and they're like, oh, hey, Mr. Ambassador. <laughs> there you are again. What? Uh, it's uh, Probably his name is Mr. Ambassador, though. I like to think that, too. I didn't see anyone changing their clothes. Yeah, I think that, that was earlier in the night. Typically, the way a millionaire club works is you go in, you change your clothes, just few times throughout the evening then you have your wine which is what we're seeing here and then later yeah. you eat your sherbet so uh, okay <laughs> when do you like don your clothes and do the eyes wide shut thing <laughs> that's that's late much later in the night and then you eat more sherbet afterwards. yeah um so king boris he's talking about how awesome the wine is and we see a suspicious looking server he's like uh, he, the server asks king boris if he wants to see the wine cellar so this server is... Uh, he answers who wants to see the Sherbert seller. <laughs> this Sherbert is a uh, member of the River Rat Gang. And I like... This is a long and involved uh, crime here because... I mean, this is an exclusive millionaire club. They probably don't take just any server. So this guy, they had him set up. He had to start out low at, a, at a, just a regular restaurant being a, a waiter... Many years of practice experience to learn, go to butler school, then get hired at the specific club that King Boris is going to be at. This, this plan is a little more in depth than the final. Yeah, I mean, we're kind so of. Just then, Batman and Robin show up in full costume, just walk in the front door. The host asks them um, if they're there for trouble or pleasure, which makes me think that Batman comes in all the time in full Batman gear. 
looking for trouble. The thing is, his response to that is, we're not sure yet. I know, I love that. I think that's a very odd response from Batman, but we're kind of used to odd responses. <laughs> and, uh... Trouble or pleasure. That makes me think that, okay, it might be trouble. If it's trouble, you know, if, if the ruler's here trying to get King Boris, we're here for oh, trouble. But if, but if Boris is just here and everything's fine, it's pleasure time. Pleasure time. Bring me the sherbet. I want a pint of sherbet. I want a suit. I want a suit. I'll keep. I'll keep my. I'll keep my cow on. Yeah. But I'll change my clothes, and then bring on the ladies. <laughs> so the uh, host tells them Boris is in the wine cellar, and Batman's like, and he's like, I want pineapple sherbet with the biggest chunks of pineapple in it that you can find. The host tells them. Uh, the host tells them that uh, Boris is in the wine cellar. I like Batman's like. All right, how do you get down there? He goes, Well, the fastest way is down the stairs. I can't tell if the host is being kind of a. Uh, little bit facetious or if there are multiple ways to the one like what's the slowest way to get to the cellar well you could slide down the lubed poles but the fast way oh yeah because it's slower than walking on the stairs um these these poles haven't been lubed in years (laughs) say it takes a long time to slide down one so they show up in the wine cellar uh batman and robin take the fastest way do they take the steps yeah, they, they took the stairs. Okay. The, they say, uh, this isn't a social visit, which, again, it makes me think Batman shows up here all the time. Batman tells Boris that he's in danger, but Boris thinks it's ridiculous. He's like, I'm here with all my friends who would possibly want to hurt me. What could possibly go wrong? And just as he says that, all the wine bottles start exploding. But instead of kind of protecting Boris, <laughs> Batman and Robin race off to try to recork the wine bottles because they can't have any... I mean, they, Batman is a wine connoisseur. He doesn't like it when if, wine is wasted. His favorite movie, Sideways. Yeah, Batman is a big Did, Sideways fan. Didn't Batman say to Robin, I want to do one of those Sideways weekends where they go to, like, Napa Valley and they try to they give you all the places that they went to in the movie. And... Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He's he's a big he's a big wine fan. A, a, a wino, I guess you could say. Um, so Boris disappears, of course. He down a trap door no one seems to know that there was a trap door there none of the staff even though it's very obvious there's an obvious outline uh batman and robin race off but as they leave they see two new riddles the first one is how much dirt is in a hole that's three acres square and 200 feet deep of course that's no dirt because it's a hole kind of a clever riddle yeah, yeah. Uh, the next one not as good um what won't run long without winding the answer was a river nah. doesn't quite make sense i think uh, back in the Batcave, Batman and Robin, they're using the Bat computer Google Maps uh, to find a power plant on the Gotham River. It's three... Did you notice the keyboard on that thing? Yeah, kind of a weird... It looked like a telephone. <laughs> it looked like two telephones glued together. <laughs> That's probably what it actually was. So. so they find this abandoned power plant. Of course, that'd be the perfect hideout for the Riddler. It's on the Gotham River, and it's three acres uh, big and 200 feet deep. And I, Batman says... Um, Oh, that's probably it. Well, obviously, that's it. It's, it's not a coincidence. They race off. We cut to the obsolete power plant. The Riddler's there with the Ritter, uh, with the River Rats. They're eating cheese. Uh, yeah, they're, they're all just sitting around. King Boris wasn't even tied up. He was just sitting there, too. Like, hey, what's going on? Yeah, I mean, where's... They just look like they were hanging out. The 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 girl there, the, the every gang in Gotham has a girl. She says she's, she's kind of starstruck by King Boris. She's like, she's never met the riddler or yeah she says she's <laughs> never met royalty before and the riddler is very upset because he's the crowned prince of riddles yeah i like how he's taken to that name the uh 
Commissioner Here, Gordon say it. That's good. Uh, outside, we see Batman and Robin run up, and at first I thought, did they run to the power plant? But Robin makes a comment, um, I'm, good thing we parked the Batmobile in that thicket back there. I, I love how the writers, I like how the writers thought, um, alright, people are going to be confused, where's the Batmobile? Let's just write a line in, some exposition. I love, I love how they always do that in the show. I think, I think Burt Ward just improvised that. Oh, I like that, yeah. It could be. Um, so, of course, they instead of going in the main power plant entrance, they climb up the side, which is what the Riddler's expecting. Uh, they bust in, jump down on the Riddler. There's no fight again in this episode. Um, but obviously it's a trap because the Riddles were very easy and the Riddler's not stupid. He throws a really lame-looking net over them and sprays them with this, like, <laughs> sticky stuff. Robin goes, it's sticky stuff. Yeah. Um Riddler is very pleased with himself. He's like, a bat caught in a spider's web. That's not a riddle. It's not even really a metaphor. It, yeah. And the riddle, Riddler's not like a got a spider thing going. It's weird. Later, we see Batman and Robin tied up to some drive shafts, these very large kind of spinny fans. Uh, the Riddler's going to spin the shafts, which will tear Batman and Robin apart. But before he starts the shafts, he gives them one last clue. Why is a woman in love like a welder? And then he starts the chefs. And as they spin, it's clearly two dummies. And um, and I don't mean uh, <laughs> Adam West and Adam, Burt Ward. Adam West and Burt Ward. It's two actual like mannequins in the thing. We'll put a picture of that up on our Facebook page. And he doesn't mean Kim Cattrall. <laughs> so that's it. We leave Batman and Robin. They're tied up. They're spinning. They only have a few seconds. I don't know what the riddle, how it will help. I don't know how the <laughs> riddle will help them. But did you hear the narrator though? It's just if you really care about Batman or Robin, you'll keep hoping. It's like, I don't like how the, the narrator was like implying that we don't care about Batman and Robin. I thought, I when I heard that, I was like, I'm thinking, okay, I'm a kid in the 60s, I'm watching this show. That would keep me up at night. I would be scared. And then if I missed the show the next day, I would, I mean, what would I, I couldn't sleep for a week. I know, it's like, if you really care about Batman <laughs> and Robin. It's like, wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa wait a minute now. Uh, I, I can't, I can't post a podcast where we just talk about Batman. I think I care. <laughs> we care about Batman and Robin. And we know you care, too. And um, if you care about Steve and Andy, you will go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Steve and Andy, and you will like us, and and you can see all the awesome stuff we post there, videos, pictures from the episodes. Pictures of fruit. Pictures of fruit. That will make sense if you go to the page. Um, if you want to listen to the older episodes of Steve and Andy, the ones that aren't on iTunes, you can go to stevenandy.blogspot.com if you want to enter the cat contest which is wrapping up here very soon you could win as a first place prize a Batman poster, a signed picture of our cats, you can win Jim Beard's really great book about the 1966 Batman TV series entitled Gotham City 14 Miles you can also win this is an awesome prize really when you say it out loud like this The the also in the first place prize it's a Batman record, a Christmas record that you can listen to with your families. And I promise it's wholesome. It's clean. It's not, it's not quadruple X. It's four X, four X. I would say, I would say this is probably two X. So the there you go. Uh, second place prize. You win a Batman poster and a copy of the justice league Detroit. And the third place prize, you win a, an issue of Batman brave and the bold. And everyone who enters gets a special unreleased, episode of steven and Me batman we haven't recorded it yet but um 
if you have any suggestions, you can let us know. Send us an email, stevenandy at gmail.com. So overall, a good episode. I actually think Frank Gorshin's performance in this episode was really great. I was very happy with this. Yeah, it is. Well, he's always good. So, Any closing comments? Are you worried about Batman and Robin? Do you really care about them? Yeah, I'm worried. <laughs> I'm worried. Well, actually, I take that back. I already watched the second yeah, part. So so I'm, I, I, know I already know what happens. And, and honestly, don't lose any sleep. You sh- you shouldn't be worried. I'll just say that. No. All right. Um, there, there will be an episode 34. <laughs> That's all you need to know. So enter the contest. Go to our Facebook page and leave us reviews on iTunes. We want people to know that the show is not boring. Um and if you like the show, leave us, leave us a review. Or if you don't like the show, leave us a review. We like to get feedback from our fans. It, it is really good to get emails of any kind because it, it lets us know, hey, people are listening to the show. It, it's not – I mean, we do put a little bit of work into the show, and it's it's fun to hear from people and see who listens to the show. So Exactly. We put a lot of work in the Facebook page. Yeah, I think the Facebook page is lots of fun. So yeah, You can post stuff there if you think if you see something that you think we might like. And we like lots of things, so you can post yes, it. Yes, it doesn't just have to be Batman-related. It could be Robin-related. Yeah, anything. Sherbert-related. Clothes-changing. Oh, related. my God. All right, Andy. Thanks for another great episode. I will talk to you later. I'll talk to you later. See you. See you. <laughs>